Welcome to the Stacked Supplement Podcast, the premier source for supplement news and reviews. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Stacked Supplement Podcast. And this is another great interview with someone I've had on twice before. And we're bringing him back on again. It is uh, Greg from Nutribolt. That's right. Third time's a charm. I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. We, we were just uh, talking about pronouncing your last name, which I didn't want to attempt. Um, I see you skipped it intentionally. I don't disagree <laughs> with the strategy. It's a, it's a tough one, especially with the accent. But the worst part is, is that whenever I inter- when I introduce people, I uh, and I never I don't remember to check their last name if I can pronounce it. So if people listen back to all of these interviews, you'll see me stumble when I say, "Welcome, Greg," and then there'll be a pause because I'm like, "Oh shit, I can't pronounce that." Mm-hmm. I'll just sort of continue as if nothing happened. That's what you should do for new guests. You should just include what's your last name and then put your pronunciation in parentheses. Make it just a little bit easier for you. But no, it is, it is it is Tetzlaff. There you go. Tetzlaff. It, yeah. it is. It's, I'm saying Tets. I'm saying it like you're saying it, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing it. I don't it think it's the same. You're saying no. it. I believe the commitment is there. Audibly, Tets. it's it's a little bit Tets. different, but it's okay. Because if I were to add the I, like mm-hmm. I think it sounds like I would say Tetzlaff. Right, which would bring me back to sophomore year of high school. But so. I'm saying, you're hearing that, but I'm saying something different. I'm saying tits laugh. No, you are. Ah, I suppose I, I do hear it a bit. It's the accent. It's not my fault. No, it's not. It is my it's fault. Good. But <laughs> No, no, we're good. Looking the other way on that. We can we can stick with the Greg. That's fine with me. I dig it. Uh, Nutribolt Greg. Nutribolt Greg. Save, we'll do that. That's how I save everybody on my email contact list. Brand name. It. Name. Um, so yeah, welcome back. Uh, the last time we chatted, there was uh, you hadn't done what I think was probably one of the biggest things that I had ever seen from 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 Nutribolt, and that was an authentic flavor collaboration. And you did, you guys did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it six seven months ago with yep. the Starburst for C4 energy drink and it wasn't just one it was a whole series uh you had four of them in there in total yeah and that's right so super excited pretty, to it was huge yeah yeah no we were uh very very blessed to to be able to partner with a great partner such as mars and, and the teams worked really really hard from the partnerships team to our product dev team um getting to nail some iconic flavors has really really been an honor for us and yeah like you said we didn't launch with just one we went with all four which begs the follow-up um you know team red pink orange or yellow which uh which member do you subscribe to i haven't i haven't tried any <laughs> you haven't tried any oh my People God. Keep on. it's because it's because uh like Obviously, with COVID and, and, and lockdowns, I haven't been able to get to the U.S. And usually, mm-hmm. as soon as I go to the U.S., like twice a year, I sure. pick up as much as I can and try them straight away. Well, good but news for you. I uh, I do have some. Is, is crazy expensive overseas. We'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do to get them for you. I, uh, I can reserve some products here. So next time you come in, of course you can try it. We can do a live taste test and vote on the spot, but yeah. how, how did it, how did it do for you? I'm assuming it like on our end, the views and the reaction just went, went off just. Yeah, no, it's, it's been fantastic. It's been great as far as reigniting morale, re, you know, getting, getting great velocity into new doors and existing doors. Uh, it's been a, you know, the, the, the cool thing with the energy drink market is, you know, the newness always keeps it alive and keeps it exciting, which across all brands, everyone's doing a great job of that. But coming in with Starburst was really loud and it was a, a great opportunity for us to have a really sleek redesign on the can. I think our product dev team nailed it. I know that the Mars team was very, very excited about the flavors that we were coming and bringing to market. And the fun thing too is once you start to play with these nostalgic candies, you know, you get this really fun dialogue with your consumer base. You know, are you team red? Are you team pink? There's a couple of people that have said like, man, lemon's my least favorite candy, but my favorite of the C4 drinks. And so you just start to hear all these fun stories. Yeah. Oh, lemon's a sleeper. No, for sure. But you just, you know, we we still see everybody's, you know, bananas for the, the pink and red. And so it's really, really cool to see just how it keeps again reigniting all of the excitement for the energy drink space and yeah it's been really really fun for us and again a blessing to partner with mars they've been super great to work with and party's just getting started there for sure 
did do you know what the most popular one is actually i'm pretty sure you must be able to know what the the best selling one is so it's again it's it's between you know red and pink they're always neck and oh, neck okay. i would i would equate them in in sports nutrition world too it's the it's the ever ever long battle of blue raz versus fruit punch you've always got those up there but yeah in starburst land it's it's team red versus team pink it's a very polarizing question shane and i think uh I think I'll speak for everybody here. We need to get these cans to you ASAP or you come out here and we need to see which team you, uh, you rock I, I, as well. The, my problem is that I, I can, I can uh, handle cherry, but it's, I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'm American enough. Cause I know it's a very popular flavor in the U S like, mm-hmm. like uh, chocolate orange in the UK. Sure. It, it's like, uh, I've just never gotten on board with it. It's, I don't know. It, Strawberry is my jam. Uh, and so that one fits right in with me. Lemon, not so much. These are just based on my experience with the traditional flavor. Mm-hmm. And so it I've sounds had, like you're going to skew team pink right out the gate, which is, which is fair. So yeah, there you go. But I, I could be convinced. I don't know. It depends. Well, it's, what you just brought up is really interesting too. And I think we talked about this, but you know, being a global brand like C4 is, you know, we have, sales teams across the planet and it's so interesting from a pd perspective to just dive into these different regions and understand there's the different taste preferences the different flavor preferences cherry does not translate in the states like it will to other parts of the world and it's just so cool to see that and we have some unique flavors even in the extend line with uh, the uk as well in the eu market and like the the black current i think is is one of the flavors that we have which is amazing and um just really, really cool to see how it takes shape. And, and when you start to see some of the requests from the sales team for oh, PD God, and R and D, like the flavor requesters, like, wait, what is that? But then to me, it's like, Oh, I'm going to go look into this. Oh, this is really, really cool. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. And then you try it and you make the flavor to get it. And it's pretty cool when, you know, you can personalize a flavor. We're, we're huge on personalization in general, but when you can localize it uh, as well to really connect with that market, it's a home run. I love seeing that in the different brands, like we share brands from all parts of the world. I know that in Sweden, pear is like a crazy popular flavor. And I'm like, I can't recall the last time I ate a pear or even saw a pear. And then yeah. we were in Finland one year and I saw this energy drink and it was black licorice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this is crazy. So I bought it, tried it. It was disgusting. All good. <laughs> and then I started seeing like black licorice soda black licorice in the candy section i'm like i actually think these guys like black licorice <laughs> i think <laughs> that wasn't like a special edition like can we make this taste good i think that was because everyone here loves black licorice sure i could not stand it but it's you see that in so many places uh like in japan they have protein powders based on like traditional soups and uh like dishes Yep. And I would just never put pair those two, like a macaroni protein. Like you just wouldn't pair a meal <laughs> or like a traditional food into a shake. But you don't I want tuna those. BCAAs. What is wrong with you? Come on, that'd be great. They I could do they a sushi a, roll protein. I'd be down with that. They had a famous cheese tart in Japan, and this company took that cheese tart, turned it into a uh, protein powder, and they used the same cheese powder that they used to make the cheese tart. Mm-hmm. I was like. I just couldn't think that a cheese tart protein powder would be what I want to take down post-workout, but they obviously know more than I do about their audience. And it's like, cause you have cosmic, is it cosmic rainbow in Europe? Cosmic rainbow in in the European region. Yep. Yeah. So that's a flavor that we have out there, which is great. One thing that's really interesting too, is, you know, you can take these, you know, taking a fruit or taking a, you know, a meal or a pastry, like you just illustrated for certain regions, making a product taste like that is one thing. But when you have a specific iconic, like, okay, starburst pink, starburst red, lemon and orange, everyone has had the same flavor. It's not just a subjective, oh, it's watermelon. Is it fresh watermelon? Is it candy watermelon? This is starburst pink, starburst red, yellow and orange. So to be able to you know, the, the, the responsibility to dial in and zoom in on that specific experience that people have had, yeah. you know, the stakes are much higher there as well. So it's, it's a great challenge. And again, our PD team, 
completely over delivered, which is fantastic. And like I said, with Mars, they've been great partners. It's super exciting to continue the partnership, which we're excited to do. And yeah, Starburst has been fantastic for us. I, I was saying that like with a lot of these collaborations, uh, you have a responsibility to, to not necessarily continue, but just be able to transfer it into a drink. Um, I think G Fuel, because they've done a lot of collaborations, but they haven't had flavors related to them. Mm. And I, I think it's pretty cool to be able to sort of take like a video game or a movie and put a flavor to it. And you have a responsibility that way to be like, okay, Spider-Man tastes like this. Yeah. Cool. But it's a whole nother game to just try and nail something that people already are familiar with for decades. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and then on top of it too, if you want to get into it even, even deeper, uh, my colleague Frank explained it to us really, really well one time as you're chewing Starburst candy, like the flavor evolves, like your experience yeah. with it changes too. So the question is, can you get your energy drink to do that? Because having a chewable format and then a beverage format, it's going to interact totally differently with your taste buds. It's a totally different organoleptic experience. So then you also are trying to literally, it's, it's almost like matching apples to oranges. You're, you've got these two formats and you're trying to deliver that same experience. So yeah, it's, it's not an easy feat to pull off, um, but it's something that we're, we're super proud that we did. Making the, I know you and I have talked about energy drinks and video games before, but it's crazy when you think about, you know, this is a video drink exclusive flavor. Like creatively, are you tying it to, this is what we like to drink while playing the game? Does this drink, does this flavor, excuse me, like, represent the game in some capacity there's all these yeah. different angles that you can take on it too so uh super good challenge for any team to take that on but yeah it's it's great it's cool watching the the companies just come out with the 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 flavors that they do i said gvl mm -hmm. did it with crash bandicoot and mm -hmm. obviously the, the they did wampa fruit which was sort of from the <laughs> game and sure. i remember that from like when i played crash bandicoot decades ago picking up the fruit and you then had to you had the responsibility to <laughs> make that taste i don't know I, I would say it's just as hard to make to continue a candy in a drink and make it taste like they know they what it tastes mm -hmm. versus what you'd expect a wampa fruit from, from crash bandicoot to taste <laughs> exactly like. At See, one point, you've got the nostalgia of playing the game. And then the other point, it's, oh, I've actually tried this before. Is this going to take me back to when I had this? Or if I'm a frequent consumer of this candy, is it going to remind me of that? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's kind of like a movie where the sequel comes out or the reboot comes out and it needs to be as good as what you remember mm -hmm. or it needs to beat an expectation or something, a standard or a set of new standards. It's a hard game and you obviously pulled it off. Like I said, everybody... Is I've seen I've kind of seen a divide. Some people will say that they don't like this one, but they love this one. Some people say they sure. like all of them. I, I guess it's to be expected. To be honest, when mm -hmm. it comes to candies like uh, M and M's and pretty much any of the multicolored candies, I've never honestly sort of picked out one that I, like when Starburst came out and you did the different colors. I I was sitting there thinking, I know that the different colors. But I couldn't honestly tell you after eating them from, from for the many years. I couldn't have picked the flavors. I couldn't have told you which flavor was what or which one I liked better because I probably would have just grabbed a handful and thrown them down. Yeah, and I, I think so. I can I can relate to that. I don't usually consume a lot of sugar, so anything that's a sugary candy, if it's yeah, one of those four flavors, I'm still going to be all for it. And so I can I can find a favorite and lock on with it. There's other candies that I do prefer one flavor over the other, but. <laughs> The bag is still going to disappear. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm definitely on there. But again, the cool thing is getting uh, the fun thing with this um, with this launch has been the flavors have been incremental. You know, we've had some similar color bands on our products, but the design of the can is so unique, and the co-branding is very present. And on top of it, like the flavor profiles are so different. It's been fantastic incremental, you know, slots for the business. But then at the same time, just getting the the C4 loyalists, you know, riled up yeah. over which flavor is their favorite. And then also bringing in new people to the game. And this is another thing we've talked about, you know, our brand's mission, our North Star is to, you know, maximize human potential with our products and make it accessible to all. So maybe someone that isn't using a C4 product or isn't in the energy drink space 
or realistically isn't uh, aware of other performance energy drinks like C4, you know, this flavor collaboration, this candy collaboration, you know, the branding partnership opens the doors for more people to come into our space. And as we've talked about, rising tide floats all boats and our brand's mission is to make sure that we're expanding the community and the family as big as we can and doing it through these nostalgic partnerships just really opens the door for that too. So we're starting to see people say, hey, I had seen C4 before, a friend of mine had used it, I've seen it in my gym, I didn't know you were in an energy drink, wait, now you're also in a Starburst, I wanna try this, this is cool. And then before you know it, they're saying, hey, what are these ingredients in here? What are they talking about with superhuman performance? How can I you know, learn more? And then we have a new family member into the industry, which for everybody on your show and everybody on your pages, yeah. that's good news. It is, yeah. I kind of, I do like that about it, it just, just the gateway. I guess it is if someone isn't or doesn't want to go near supplements and it's, it's all protein powder and muscles, and then they just see something that resonates with them. Like, oh shit, I love Starburst. Like, that's it. I'm getting in. It's, it, it and it brings them in. And then it's, it, I, th- I feel like it lessens the, uh, I don't know. Like it, it, it seems that the rest of the lineup isn't as intimidating. If it were intimidating mm-hmm. to begin with, it makes you know, it like, friendlier for sure. Yeah, like if it's if it's friendly enough for Starburst, then I guess going into that, are there plans to extend Starburst to other products? Because I notice this is your first flavor collaboration, but not just for Salicorp for like for, for mm-hmm. C4, but for any of your supplements, you haven't really even done one yet. Sure, in general, so. From a, from a PD perspective, we are always looking at how we can integrate some of these profiles into other formats. And a lot of that is, you know, executed through retailer partnerships, you know, digital, we're going to be really aggressive with some things that we launch and can keep exclusive and uh, also, you know, include all of our retail partners as well. So, you know, we can share in the big moments for all of these formats. I can tell you that it is definitely on the table uh, to continue, you know, with these types of rollouts and innovation for our brands and that's very very exciting you also know that that starburst isn't the only one that that we've launched yeah, as well. i'm gonna get there I'm just, oh okay just, i gotta make up 45 i gotta make up 45 minutes lucas is listening i need to that's good hey lucas i need to you? i need to i need people to to stay on i need to tie it so with the, the another thing that i always thought and i don't know if it's possible is because i you get the sense with these collaborations, regardless of all the companies that do it, I've never sort of seen a 50-50 relationship. I've always seen like whoever you, a brand is teamed up with, such as yourself, you don't really see like a giant Super Bowl ad from Starburst promoting that product. It's always just like you're, you've got the Starburst and Starburst is just cool, sweet. That's it. Like they don't have it. They don't really have much input into it. Is, is it, do you think, is there a reason, like, is there a reason behind that? Do they just, it's not part of the deal or yeah. That's a great question for our partnerships team um, <laughs> who, no, no, it's, it's genuinely, I don't, don't want to take a stab and misspeak on here, but yeah, we've been um, excited to do the majority of the the advertising and everything. Of yeah, course, yeah. we obviously involve their teams as far as approvals, as far as marketing components are concerned. But really, when it comes down to it, part of it is saying, hey, you know, we are excited to partner with a brand like you, and we've got the team and the bandwidth to output all of the assets and make the biggest splash that we can. I do believe there's been, you know, reshares and things of that nature on their brand channels. Yeah, but you do it's, see some it's, of those. Yeah. But, but the good thing is, I mean, at the end of the day, I think it's, you know, if I had to take a guess, um, and again, like I said, this is a great conversation for, for our partnerships team, but if I had to take a guess, you know, our, our lane is energy drinks and expanding with the flavor still keeps it in there. Their lane is candy yeah. and everything that they've got, you know, legacy for they're an incredible brand. So amplifying an energy drink is, is a little bit of a deviation from what yeah. they do. Whereas we're saying, Hey, we're going to bring people into our brands leveraging that. So it's kind of a, a one-way street in that regard, but no, they've been great partners as far as helping amplify. They've been great partners with ideas and conceptual uh, things for in-store displays. We're now starting to see like, I wish you were in the States so you could see this, but one of my grocery oh, stores, I've, I've one seen of my grocery stores displays. five minutes away, we're just this morning, we were on calls with like 1200 plus case displays. Um, yeah. one, of our, one of our guys on our sales team, like I literally, I'm going to ship this dude a GoPro at this point because he's just 
it took nine hours to build a display in a store. These guys are just animals and, and there's so much demand for it from this. It's just so much fun to see it. But like there's there's massive structures being yes. constructed with our product. I saw them which is super on LinkedIn. Cool. There's, a, there's a couple guys on LinkedIn that have posted them. Yeah. I'm just like, holy shit. You'll see a few shrines on there for sure. No, it's, it is literally impossible. Thank God it's in a yellow can. So nobody walks into it, but no, it's, uh, it's really cool to see it happening. And, and when you look back at the, you know, the, the, the few years we've been in beverage in, in the energy drink space since 2018. I know. It's I remember where like I was 10 told minutes. Me. Yeah, there you go. And it was literally just like, it, it seems like, uh, like yesterday that we just kicked off our versions of the cans, but yeah. It's been remarkable to see the the growth. I try and stay away from the word explosive growth because everybody's going to say it's a C4 pun, but at this point I'm running out of English to describe it because it's just been incredible. Another idea that I had, and I and I just, I couldn't help but think of it with, with the world of functional and how it's gone. Mm-hmm. And it originally popped in my head, uh, going back to G Fuel again, I don't know if you remember, they did a, uh, a Moon Pie collaboration. Mm-hmm. And I remember when they did it, they, they said, we're doing something with Moon Pie. And I was like, holy shit, they're going to put their G Fuel formula into Moon Pie. And I was like, this, that, to me, that was the most obvious thing because I didn't think you could make a drink taste like Moon Pie. I just thought that was ridiculous, but that's the way they went. And ever since then, I've been thinking, what would it take or has conversation ever taken place to do a starburst with a C4 performance side to it, reversing the collaboration where obviously they'd have to come to you for that. I just thought something like that would just open the doors tremendously to put you in a different aisle. It's something that is in their lane, pretty much like you were saying. It's mm-hmm. obviously caffeine and candy is probably not the smartest or sure. not something that goes in the candy aisle, but uh, <laughs> like it, it reversing these partnerships i just thought would be really cool because obviously as much as they're candy and they're fun they're not just consumed by children they're consumed by adults and everything like that i've always thought that would just be a brilliant idea to pull off and again the partnership branding where c4 would make up the minority of a c4 packet do you think that would ever be possible like to to so you're saying flip the script, it's a starburst, yeah. you know, the, the silo of, of choose, whatever they call it. I'm, I'm botching the term there, but it's infused like fat, with yeah, C4 whatever. technology. Like a, just a little candy wrapped and you got. I think the most likely version of that is, is a cousin of, you know, we've had our C4 gummies out in market before yes, to address yeah. your earlier point about caffeinated candy. Yes. <laughs> anyone who's had those has noticed a, they taste incredible. B there's some definite, uh, new disclaimers that we have to throw on there because you know it's it's really really good and we we always want to make sure that people are using our products as intended and healthy and safe of course um but what i would say is the the closest version of what i think you know you're proposing would be c4 in a chewable that does have the starburst or you know a partnership flavor profile to it again i think it's because that's our lane and that's where we'd want to play and leverage that flavor component that in my opinion is considerably more likely to happen than flipping the script on there do you think it could it would be because your collaboration is one of the unique formats that could do that i don't imagine you're going to better do a high protein oreo or anything like that you kind of have those in europe but like mm-hmm. yours is one of those unique collaborations like i was saying you have a flavor attached not only that you have a format that's not too far out of your own reach with the sure. the gummies is it even possible i don't know. Well, I think from a partnership perspective, everything's possible and everything's on the table. The cool thing yeah. is, to your point, you know, with our PD team, we've done gummies, we've done protein, we've done powders, we've done RTDs, we've done shot rocks, people, which are amazing and the best stocking stuff of all time, by the way. So we love to play with new formats. It's something that we're obsessed with. You know, we have an R&D team that's specifically looking for disruptive formats to stay ahead of the curve and always change up the uh, the experience of our products and make sure that it's best in class. So What's cool about, you know, continuing to invest in all of those ways, maximizing human potential, as we say, you know, with all of our products is we develop an acumen to be able to deliver formats like that. And so, you know, if an opportunity arises with a certain partner where we could execute a specific format, will it always happen? No, 
but do we have the team and the brain power and the horsepower to pull it off? Yeah, absolutely. Well, on the topic of collaborations, as you said, Starburst. Sorry, Lucas, I spoiled it. Starburst isn't the uh, the only collaboration you have done since we last spoke. You also mm. did uh, Skittles, which yes. just rolled out this month, mm-hmm. showing up in stores. That was what I had seen on LinkedIn. People were just sharing these giant structures, as you say, like 360 structures in the center of, of stores. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the cool problems that we have as a business is, you know, this this podcast, I'm sure when when do you imagine this will air? Sometime early February. So the product will be probably tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. So the product <laughs> is, is coming soon. Um, one of the things that's really interesting is, you know, we we always launch a product knowing that in certain sectors and categories, you know, retailers are going to get it first. You can't just be out there. Yeah. 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 And so it's interesting because with beverage, our beverage guys creating these amazing structures with everything. And so we're like, yep, these are going to go up. People had seen the can before people had been talking about the product for months already from it. And it's a good problem to have. Um, But yeah, the Skittles launch has been absolutely amazing. One of the things that we learned with Starburst, um, or that we reinforced with Starburst is for people that do like to shop online and get their drinks brought to them. You know, we have a really effective subscription service on our c4energy.com site. So we have a ton of people getting their favorite Starburst flavors delivered every month. And so Skittles, we're already seeing tons of let me know when it's available so I can get on your subscription program in there. It will be on there. And yeah, as of February 1st, it's going to be a, live on our site you can grab it and never pay for shipping always get discounts on it and that's what we see with starburst that's what we see with our hero flavors and skittles is going to be no exception now it's the cool thing is is you know and i didn't know this but um skittles recognition uh, me personally like i said i'm I'm not too in the trenches on on candy um but the skittles recognition is just mind-blowing and so you see people like the people that were doing the comparison testings to Starburst candy versus the flavors, it's on a whole nother level with Skittles. And it's a little more challenging too, because one of the questions I always get is, okay, well, which Skittle is it? Is it the red I, lentil? Is it the green one? I was by about way, to those, mention that. Yeah. By the way, those are called lentils as well. The little Skittle pieces. So fun fact, take that home with you. I, I learned that what? on this go around. Exactly. Merry Christmas. Now you have that nugget. But what I'm, we did I'm was- I'm still just going to call them Skittles. I'm referring there to you go. one Skittle, two Skittles, three Skittles. <laughs> That's perfect. I love it. But one thing that we did with our product dev team is, is, you know, with the Skittles flavor, it's the entire spectrum in there. And so it's a handful of Skittles. And that is going to be a component of the red, of the green, of the purple, the yellow. I'm sure I'm leaving out a couple colors on there. But basically, you're now flavoring with all of these components and all these different yeah. profiles in there. And it's, we've been getting some really, really good feedback on it. You know, some people are saying, I can definitely taste this one more than the others. I can definitely do that. That's cool. We'll get some people that are just like, oh my gosh, this is just like eating the real thing. This is great. So it's been fun to play with our influencer community as well, who, you know, just received our our product for the first time and they're having so much fun with it. Like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. It's bringing me back to when I was a kid or the last time I had this, we're seeing people have the candy, drinking the drink just to see the comparison. So it's good when you have that um, experience, you know, holistically, because like I said, we, our flavoring team, and I've said this before on the podcast is if you walked into our flavoring meetings, you would think that you were at some Napa Valley Sommelier concert or concert, uh, like Sommelier convention is the word I'm looking for. Sorry. You'll literally have people just sitting there like, yeah, the, the mango note really needs to come through a little bit more like the tail <laughs> on the peach kind of fades early. And I'm sitting there like recording the thing on my phone. Like no one's going to believe this. This is hilarious. But that's the obsessive length that we go to with flavor. Yeah. It's it's insane. And, and everyone loves that about C4. And that's our reputation and responsibility to uphold. And when it comes to Skittles, like taking a handful of lentils, Shane, that's what they're called. I'm just going to say a handful of Skittles. I know you are. I know you are. A handful of Skittles. I'll humor you. Eating it all at once. Like that's what we've put in a can. And yeah, again, super, super pumped about it. Was the idea of doing the separated flavors like you had with Starburst, was that someone brought that up? They in the Many brought it up in the comment section. They said, which one is it based on? And I was like, to be honest, I have never, they're so small. Starburst, I can kind of get it. But Skittles is so small that I would never eat one 
or like hand pick the colors and it's oh i want to try a hat that's a lot of effort to give me some yeah. sugar uh, yeah, I, it you... wasn't until they mentioned that and i was like oh that's a good point is that like why did you decide for the the handful no so specific reason i think with with the starburst and and that's my you know opinion on it as well is with the starburst you're usually consuming one at a time if you haven't made a little sandwich it's a fun time and i'd suggest everybody go home and do that my favorite combination is pink red pink so there you go you now know which team i'm on but you know with starburst you're unwrapping one at a time you're usually consuming them one yeah. at a time skittles there's no unwrapping there so it's it's a multiple you know uh component consumption at the same time i'm making this very technical for the audience but you usually have a few at a time. So you normally have that experience of a few of the yeah. different flavors. And that's what we wanted to replicate with that. So it's a great question. It's a fair question, especially after we, you know, uh, launched the entire spectrum of the, the classic Starburst. But yeah, it's, it's an all-in-one for this one. The other thing is, is I, I, I enjoy Skittles. I have had them many a times. I know that there are different versions and variants and flavors and... Mm -hmm mixes out there is that sort of after doing four different starbursts i have to imagine that you're not just going to leave it at one skittles it seems like either you're holding back or you, are there plans or at least the, the thought process of taking on those other versions of skittles and the different colors and ranges of flavors well like we talked about there's so the starburst and the skittles versions <laughs> that were launched are the popularized, widely distributed, you know, classic editions of those candies. And so those have the most notoriety on them. That was the one that we, we really wanted to spark a, I've had this before. I've tried these exact, you know, components before and replicate that in the C4 energy drink. There's a, there's a couple things that, you know, are on the table with that. You can go down the, the line of, Hey, there's these other editions of the Starburst, these other editions of the Skittles, and we can play with that. Or there's also, do we take these classic flavors and now explore the additional formats that we can deploy because of our R&D efforts? And so the question becomes, do you then take those which have been launched and, and wildly successful in energy drink format and now investigate the other formats to go in there as well? And so there's two angles and kind of two ways to attack that. So it'll probably be the other, other, the other formats and families that I imagine that makes more I, sense, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, it's it's like I said, there's one of two ways on there, and it's it's all about, you know, what we see is maximizing the partnership across ours and Mars, and also the the retail partners as well. We're always trying to make products that people want that are gonna, you know, impact the most lives and, and drive the most excitement. And I think that, in in my eyes, you know, sticking to these classic flavors was the right way to go about it right out the gate. Was that kind of the thought process behind doing it with C4 Energy as well? Because you could have done it with C4 Extreme the powder pre-workout first, mm -hmm. but you decided to do it with the energy drink. Is that because like I said, it is like, like you said, it is that kind of format that could probably have more impact, I guess, on a wider range of people versus C4 extreme. Is that kind of the thinking behind it? Sure. It's exactly it. Yeah. I mean, different, different products, different formats for, for different customers, but um, energy drinks, it's a incredible growth opportunity um, worldwide, it's something that is, you know, an accessible format that a large majority of the population consumes. And so, yeah, we felt that that was the best place to get it in the hands of people. And it also allows us to cross paths with our customers at places that we know they're already going grocery stores, gas stations, specialty retailers online. It allows us to really, really have an omni-channel presence in a format that's accessible for people. And so that was the kind of the guiding light there. I suppose that would be a, uh, the ideal place to pick up uh, the non-supplement consumers and audiences. Again, they're not going to walk past C4 energy drink and supplement retailer, but they'll definitely catch their uh, attention if it's at like a, like I said, a supermarket or a giant 1800 can house and stuff like that. It's uh, <laughs> makes more sense. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely loud and visually present when you see one in person. Is, is this the first time that's kind of happened for, for Nutribolt? So you call like that you've done this because traditionally C4 Extreme has been your, the, the, the powder that's been the star of the show, the leader is this, I guess, is this kind of a big change for you where like C4 Energy is the star of the show. Now that's the, that's the leader. Well, what's interesting is we have 
you know, multiple formats that we play in and we have heroes across all of them, which is fantastic. And when you segment that by retail channel, it'll be an individual story for each. So to your point, you know, C4 Energy, which is one of the powders in our C4 lineup, you know, we have the Sport, we have this, uh, the Chrome, you know, the C4 Original, we have the C4 Ultimate, we have lots of Oh yeah, of I'm powders. calling it C4 Extreme, C4 Original, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's totally, totally fair. We've got many C4s because again, we strive to be the most personalized brand, which means yes, yeah. regardless of your stimulant level, your fitness goal, where you shop, what your budget is, we want to be the, the brand that stands behind you on your fitness journey. So when I look at a product like C4 Original, huge distribution, very, very, uh, you know, well-known product worldwide, you know, it's the original explosive pre-workout as we call it. That's a hero in the powder format. C4 Energy, the yellow can, great distribution. Our, our beverage team, the, the boots on the ground effort that we have, at all levels of the business is second to none. Uh, we've been so blessed to recruit the family that we have uh, that's passionate about the brand, that believe in the brand, that believes in the products. And the retailers see it and they experience it, their customers experience it, and that's what's driving this growth. There's, there's a fun parallel. I've seen, um, I've seen pictures before in our retail channels, in, in like GNCs and vitamin shops, you know, in Canada, like a Supplement King and a Popeyes. I've seen these massive pyramids of our powders before and our proteins. And now I'm starting to see it with beverages. So it's really nice, fun yeah. for me because I've been with our brand. It'll be 10 years in May. And when I think about where we came from, you know, sharing text messages with the sales guys, like check out this display we got, this is amazing for ours, you know, our, our super sale that we're doing, or you just see these and everybody's of course, one-upping each other because we're all children at heart, but to be able to see this now in a different format, it's a really, really cool experience for me just to kind of see this revolution happening again in a, in a different type. On a mainstream stage as well. It's sure. Oh, it's absolutely. one thing seen it in a supplement store. It's another in like a, like a major yeah. supermarket. Yeah. I mean, if it's a, if it's a gym, if it's a franchise location, if it's a, a, a chain specialty location, grocery store, even digitally or whatever, like it's, it's a win and it's great. And the team celebrates it. Cause we're, we're all, you know, super passionate about the brand. Lord knows we drink enough caffeine for, you know, anyone's lifetime, but I mean, we're pumped about it and it's, it's just really cool. And you know, when you see some of these thousand plus case stacks with the enormous shippers that we have coming it's in, the 360 our, our, ones that I see where it's, Oh, it's insane. It's, it's structurally, there should be like a national geographic documentary on it. Like that's why I want to get GoPros out there because it takes some of our people 10 plus hours to build these things. And like our beverage marketing team completely crushes it. They know the chains, they know what they're looking for. You know, you, you get these things on pallets into the store. And then, I mean, we got guys staying there till three, four in the morning just to do it during the off hours. Again, helps that we make energy drinks. Um, but no, it's, it's just, it's really cool to be able to see it in these different formats, in these different retail locations. And also just, like I said, we talked about this before. We're now interfacing with different types of customers. Yeah. Before when it was, you know, you know, only sports nutrition that we were in, you're getting people on their fitness journey at, you know, various levels, of course. But now when I go talk to somebody about our brands from an energy drink background, the conversations, you know, similar in some ways, but different in some ways. I have a ton of people that say, how is there no sugar in this? This tastes incredible. And when I point out the amount of sugar that they may be drinking in another product, it's completely life-changing. I mean, there's, if you take a two ounce shot glass and you fill it with sugar, that's as much sugar as in one of the yeah. 16 ounce mainstream drinks. And it's something that I, I often, you know, have to educate people on because it's something that is just very front of mind right now in the world. And it's just really cool to see the different conversations that come with the different formats. So again, kind of tying it all together on this rant, it's just, you know, 10 years for me personally, getting to see these, these growth, uh, you know, moments for our brand has just been really, really neat. The, the, I think the energy drink audience is, to be honest, is ridiculous since I think it was, it was around the time C4 kind of came about, C4 Energy. You got Rage, you got 3D, then known as Up Energy. You had like a whole bunch of these, I guess, sports nutrition supplement brands dive into it. So that's when we started diving into it. And since then, the energy drink market has like its own its own fan base. And these people just 
literally only drink energy drinks. They don't go to the gym. They may not. They may not necessarily go to the gym. They just love the feel and love the different flavors and experiences that come with it. And I'm kind of like you. People will say, "Why don't you share this brand?" And I'll say, "Because it's." 30 grams of sugar in the can that's ridiculous mm-hmm. and we only try and share energy drink brands that have got like at least no calorie zero sugar options yep. and i won't even touch uh when zoa came out we reviewed the the no sugar one just purely because i just mm-hmm. didn't understand like i just couldn't bring myself to drinking 25 i think it was 25 grams of carbs or 20 sugar per mm-hmm. can and when when you could choose not to sure but a lot of the people out there are, who are fans of energy drinks like you said they don't differ between they just sort of say, oh, it's caffeine in it and when you add all of these things up it's a it's a good it's a good amount of sugar to be taken on a daily basis so i actually i did the math on this and this is a this is an aggressive energy drink consumer okay if you go into an energy if you go into a gas station and you say you know maybe there's a two for five deal on an energy drink and you, you grab one and it lasts you two days. I'll just be generous here. If you drink one of the, if you drink one of the 16 ounce energy drinks with, you know, 58, 60 grams of sugar, that two ounce shot glass that I said, if you drink one of those four days a week, let's say you're on your feet at work and it's part of your routine. Some people have coffee in the morning because it's part of their routine. I wake up, I brew it. I smell it. It's part of my routine. People also do this every single day at work. And uh, let's say you drink four of those energy drinks with the sugar, you know, the 60 grams of sugar in the 60 ounce can annualized that is over 36 pounds of sugar. So for everybody that's been at a gym, you know, the plate that you never touched the 35, because uh-huh. we're all busy using 45s. Let's be honest. It's literally that. And that's not all of it annualized over a year. Like when you look at that, it's, it's a lot of sugar. And so I'm excited at the fact that a lot of these mainstream brands are bringing zero sugar options to they, the table, uh, not, not just yeah. to jump on the trend, but because it is better for you. And it's great that brands are acknowledging this. Now, the other thing that I find interesting is I think objectively, just like coffee, you know, the flavor and the taste of it kind of becomes just habitual and it's just part of your routine. I would wager that in a blind taste test, you take something that's zero sugar now and you put it up against the sugar oh, loaded ones. It's, 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 it's much better. And so it's, it's an interesting experience that even the, the zero sugar products have caught up and still delivered, you know, calorie free, low calorie, zero sugar, low sugar options that I think from an experience standpoint, blow away the full sugar options. I think you have to give it for blind tastes. I think you have to give it to someone who isn't a sugar. Cause I've had this discussion with people, I felt like, close family and they'll say oh like i can't i don't understand how you drink the no sugar uh zero sugar coke or like soda and i said dude they taste the same and if anything the sugar the sugary versions to me taste syrupy but then they'll say the opposite and i'll say i can't stand the no sugar because it's not as sweet and i kind of i get that if you are hooked on the sugar one though i think you might think the no sugar is disgusting Mm-hmm. And vice versa. But I think if going into it, you've never had one, no opinion, no nothing, and you blind taste this them without any preference, I think that it, it, it's closer. It's pretty damn close, if not the same. But then you've already got bonus points because there's not, what, 200 calories that comes with the... Uh, yeah. Oh, you're already ahead on version. there. And our, our field marketing team you know, samples tens of thousands of cans a month and the feedback that we keep hearing is I used to drink this one and then I kick sugar to the curb and now I'm drinking C4. If it's the, the yellow can, the C4 energy, if it's the smart energy as well, um, carbonated or non-carbonated, we just have so many people that are, I keep hearing, I used to do this one and now I will only do this one. And that's again, where like in our, in our feedback loops that we'll see on digital, where we can really have a great conversation with our customers, our subscription services are just, where it's I at. Imagine like they're it's, crazy. It's an, yeah. It's just because that becomes your new coffee in the morning or that becomes your new afternoon yeah. pick me up or your pre-workout, whatever it is. And like, you can vary the flavor. Yeah. You can pick a different flavor. Exactly. Yeah. We can, that's the cool thing about having a whole wide variety of this, but also our, our digital team has been able to say, Hey, we're going to make sure that 
you know, if you want to change up your flavor next month, here's when to do it by, here you go, yeah. still getting 20% off. We're still covering the shipping, all this good stuff. And yeah, that's exactly what our mission is. The, um, I guess the last question I'll have, and I think it's, I feel like it's an obvious one, but knowing you, you're not going to say shit. What? Hang on. My, Mars is Skittles and, and Starburst are a fraction mm-hmm. of what Mars has in its arsenal. Mm-hmm. And I'm not expecting you to name anything. I'm not going to say of, shit. <laughs> in the back of my mind, mm-hmm. it's you pumped out Starburst and Skittles incredibly quickly. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, if they were your only two, I have to imagine that you would have done them much slower. But they were like four months apart. They were sooner than that. And I guess my question is, is are you looking at other products under the mars name because obviously you have this partnership with mars it's already there you just say hey it's, it's not as no introduction needed anymore you could just ask this one or that one is that something that we can expect you don't have to name anything you don't have to say any other candy food or anything yes okay okay i'll i'll that tomorrow on stacked or tonight on Stacked. <laughs> says yes <laughs> And gives no more detail on timelines or formats. No, absolutely. And that's, uh, again, um, I want to, you know, tip of the cap to Katie from our team who, who led our Mars partnership. You know, one of the, the great things that we see here is just options and capabilities and, and potential is huge. Potential that's huge. But also, I'm excited because, you know, our brand, I, I think, has more than enough acumen to really deliver on, on the responsibility of it, which is fantastic. You, you look at, you know, Frank and Nate and our PD team, and you look at everybody from the partnership side of the business. Um, you know, we, we've come a long way. Uh, we've got some incredible people on our team and to be able to, you know, kind of carry the torch of representing a, a partner like Mars is a huge responsibility. It's not one that we take lightly, but yeah, it's really exciting for us to have these products gaining momentum, gaining interest, gaining questions from, from fans across the world on what's next. And it's up to us to keep the industry moving forward, driving innovation. Sometimes innovation is format. Sometimes it's flavor. Sometimes it's partnership. And, you know, it's, it's great for us because having the breadth of brands within the Mars umbrella is super exciting for our business. See, that's more, that's more than me saying, not saying shit. I'll, if I can, Tout myself there. Yeah, I think Lucas. Was, Lucas is going to like this level of detail from me. You said you did say. I could tell by your pause that you were going to say either yes or maybe. I thought you were going to say maybe. To be honest, I thought that was that, no, that would have been the, that would have been a great response. That's what I kind of expected. I didn't. All, I didn't come I, on the podcast to say maybe. All yeah. I ask is just if you're doing it, that's cool. But I would prefer like not a chocolate flavored energy drink. Mm. Obviously, there are many candy bars in the Mars family. Yeah, what would I, you, what would you, what would you prefer from us if you were, if you were sitting well, at the only, and here's my menu, know. here's my checklist. What's on your, uh, what's on your Christmas list from our Mars partnership? Well, because I don't know many people know this, but in the UK and Europe, Mars has its own family of snacks. So it's been in the sports nutrition space for. I think it's close to four or five years now they've done Mars flavored protein powders and Bounty and Twix. And so I've, I, was, I've, I was only ever familiar with them for their chocolate, like their candy bar stuff. And so I was just going through the list now and I'm sort of like, I am not familiar with a lot of these. <laughs> and I see that, that M&M's is on there. That's sure. one of the other ones. A lot of them are... Uh, like chocolate based things. And I don't know if that, I know Bang did it. They did their chocolate energy drink and I haven't tried it. I don't know if I, it's, it's, it's a bit funky, but I, I have to imagine something in the, something in the bubblegum realm, mm. just because like Starburst, like that bubblegum, like you could flavor something bubblegum mm-hmm. by itself. Back in the day, in my home country we had a bubblegum flavored milk there was chocolate milk banana milk and then they did bubblegum and it was blue and i always like i have lots of questions about this but oh it was it was was crazy times this is the 90s this 
shit mm-hmm. happens. Like, yeah, I guess it, it so. was, it was a crazy, crazy time and we loved it. But mm-hmm. much like we were talking about earlier, the company didn't give it a flavor. It wasn't great bubble gum. It wasn't, it was just bubble gum. And mm-hmm. when you tasted it, you're like, that is bubble gum. Cause the <laughs> bubble gum has this sort of sweetness or something to it yep. that gives it that, Oh, that's not great. That's great bubble gum. That's not yeah. like you get it. And I, Starburst, I guess, has its own little distinctive flavor and Skittles as well. But with Juicy Fruit and I guess they had Hubba Bubba is another one. Mm-hmm. I, I just suspect you could create a different avenue of fans that way. I just feel like, and, and I know that those ones have their own family of flavors as well. So they're not just limited to like a, a specific sort of taste and i don't know i feel like that would be a good way to go just to dive down the bubblegum path well if i could if i can make a plea to the audience in the stack 3d community i'd love to see and read what it is that they think we should make next with this partnership what format what flavor what brands i'd love to open the floodgates of feedback from the uh the community oh, I'll, and I'll hear share what the they want tomorrow and then next week we'll run a poll but the thing is is if there's one thing i've learned the community of supplements in all countries not just the us canada it's just ridiculously broad and people are going to say a candy that i wouldn't even think of or heard of and again i don't know if i would ever enjoy a chocolate flavored energy drink Mm. but bang did it and i imagine they did it for reason i imagine people out there love a chocolate flavored i just some things don't like black licorice yep i didn't think that belonged in energy drink apparently a whole country loves it <laughs> but well, it's well, yeah no it maybe it's c4 maybe it's something else but would love to see what the audience uh thinks is worthy of, of the next launch point you don't necessarily need to stick to the to the energy drink you could do a mars protein bars in your wheelhouse huh i'm would love to hear would love to hear what the community is hungry for i think you're going to get a mixed bag of just i i wouldn't expect anything less from the audience but it's going to be true it's going to be real you're looking for love it you're looking for one standout answer it's probably going to be like 20 of 20 different things (laughs) that's fine accessible to all it's literally in our mission statement we want to hear what the people want well, uh, that I think that'll wrap up for this episode. That was a pretty damn fine, as always. And as always. Uh, yeah, thank you for taking the time. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Great to be here.